Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? Uh, as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you listen or taking my podcast, I appreciate it. So tell a friend, enemy, coworker, tell somebody about the podcast. Um, man, uh, I can't even say there's a lot to talk about. There is something to talk about. There's a lot to say about it. And Look, I get it. It's been talked about for the last three, four days. I I, I get it. But uh, hey, the the podcast news cycle uh, is, you know, it's uh, I think most of the podcasts uh, for the week have have gone up. Uh, Wednesday is probably I don't know. There's really no right day. You don't know when crazy shit's going to happen. You don't know. So um, but I'll jump right in. I'm going to try to make this uh, not way much long, not way longer than any other episode, because I actually have. For once, I actually have quite a few things to do today. Um, but, you know, let me let me jump in with the milestone. For those who don't know, we have a nine-year-old son. His name is Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that are, go- that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And uh, like I said, uh, last week he, 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 um, he's, he made the robotics club, or he was selected, whatever, whatever, however you want to say it. Um, so he's still pretty happy about that. Straight A's on the report, report card. Um, this was as odd as a parent. It, it was it was one of those days of uh, he comes home with straight A's on his report card, but they also have like a daily kind of behavior sheet, and it it was not good. So it's just like, what do you do? I mean, you obviously have to address and acknowledge both. You know, uh, I, I think it's very important to really encourage and um and uh, acknowledge the fact. And, and praise him for straight A's. He needs he needs the acknowledgement. He should know that is that is a great thing. Uh, I used to kind of feel like doing the thing of like, yeah, you're supposed to get straight A's. Uh, you know that. Um, uh, I, I don't. I'm not, I don't really agree with that approach anymore. I, I really believe. I mean, you definitely don't have to like go over the, over the top and like you know just you know just. I don't know. Just be over the top when they when they come home with the straight A's. Um, but it, it should definitely definitely be acknowledged. Um and they should be praised for it. Uh it was, so it was tough. You know, it was just like, damn it, the straight A's, but today was not a good day. And it was one of those days of like uh, he's 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 really having a rough day. I mean, being disruptive, distract you know, distracting other students. For him, that's that's typically like um, that's typically on the on the uh, on the bad day end for him. That's that's a bad day for him. He's not a disrespectful kid. He doesn't really talk back to teachers, but he does get down. He can get uh, a little overexcited and 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 you know distract others and all that kind of stuff. So so we made sure to separate the two to go hey man we're really we're really excited about the grades you did a good job we're so proud of you and we just let them know like hey we understand with the medications and all this kind of stuff that it could be tough but we really have to try harder and uh just just try not to harp too much on the negative but definitely let them know that uh, that type of behavior is is not acceptable and uh he's a lot like me in a sense of like uh we don't really like to lie especially to our parents as, as children. Um, 
because uh, I want to say it was like the next day because we encouraged him to try harder and do better, and he felt pretty good. And I could tell by his little body language when, when I pulled up that it wasn't a great day. The, the shoulders are kind of slumped. He's down. He already has the paper out, and I'm like, uh, this is, this isn't, he didn't have a good day. And he gets in the car. He was just like, even worse than yesterday. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's been a tough week for him. You know, he cried a little bit, but I let him know it's not the end of the world. You know, we, we all have tough weeks. You know, it, it's it's rough for everybody. And it's this whole pandemic and a lot of shit has taken a lot of toll on, on, on people, especially our, our kids. And um, he's, he, uh, he got it together. You know, we talked. I let him know it wasn't a big deal, and that's the thing too. I'm really struggling with the with the um with balancing like trying not to harp on the bad, you know, but also just acknowledging the behavior that is not acceptable. And I, I guess, and this, I'm not, I'm not blaming anybody. I guess I just, I just grew up differently. A lot of us did. It's just like when you. When you heard when when you fucked up, uh, it it was a um, it was um, it was dealt with uh, pretty harshly. They let you know, hey, you really fucked up. I'm really mad about this. You know, it was it was scary, and I, I'm trying not to make uh, making a mistake a scary situation. And I I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I know how I felt about it. You know, it's like I know I fucked up. We don't need to harp on it. Um, but uh, yeah. So it's a, it's a, that's the thing man, with parents, and it's just, it's just thin line after thin line after thin line after thin line, and it's just how do you navigate that? You know, how do you, how do you navigate that? It's, it's, it's tough. It's just like you want your kids to explore things and try things, but at the same time, you don't want, you don't want it to go, uh, too far, and you hope and pray. That uh, what you taught him at home translate and it and it um, you know it bleeds over into their lives when you're not around when they you know will they know right from wrong will they not try you know uh, some pills will they go hey you know what y'all sound like y'all gonna get into trouble yeah yeah y'all not talking about doing anything cool when we get to the mall it looks like you're going there to start some trouble with some people. That uh, you, you guys got into it at a basketball game. You, you see he's there, and you want to start some trouble for your kid to go. You know what? I don't want to be a part of that. Or some weird shit's going on at a party. You know, people are getting a little handsy. People are drinking. For them to go, hey, this isn't right, and to walk away. To go, you know what? I think I'm just gonna leave. I I can't stop anything here. I've tried to talk to my friends. Hey, man, this isn't really cool. Let me get up out of here. You know, that, that kind of stuff. It's just, you know, you're too protective and then they, they get out the house and they lose their mind. You you know, you you have a long leash and they get in trouble early. You know, the, you don't harp on things. Uh, they don't learn the, the, the uh, they don't learn the, um, <laughs> the, how to deal with consequences. You know, we, we've, we've all run across those people in our lives. We're like, you didn't learn uh, that you just can't do and say what you, exactly what you want, when you want. You've never been told no before. You know, you've never been told that you're, you're wrong. We've, we've all run into those type of people. Just dealing with consequences. Sorry, I got a lot of my mind. And I'm realizing, too, I, um, 
when I start a sentence, for some reason, my brain is my brain goes, no, nah, this is a better way. And then I'll start that one and it's go, oh, I found an even better way. And that's why I end up stuttering and mumbling and shit because my brain is going a million miles a minute and it's telling me, no, change this, change this. Say it like this. Oh, and, and I'm learning like, you know what? Just finish saying what you're going to say. <laughs> just finish saying what you're going to say, Chris. Sometimes you just got to take a breath, step back, and just say what's on your mind. And if you can figure out a way to say it uh, the better way, after that, say that. Because you got all these things going on in your head and you end up saying a bunch of words that don't make sense, you big dummy. Now, <clears throat> the situation that uh, everybody, I would say, now, you know what? I can't say the world because not everybody knows who these people are oh quick i just want to say a quick rest in peace to uh paul herman he passed away oh wow on his birthday if you're a sopranos fan uh he played beansy he he passed away that's crazy to die on his birthday hmm. i wonder how would people feel about that like if you knew like for some reason if god had ocd <laughs> and he was just like hey i can't remember all these dates um, the day you were born, that's the day you're going to die. How would people feel about like knowing like, you know, like that's the day you don't know when still, but you just know, actually that would really suck. <laughs> just knowing on your birthday, you're going out. Um, it would suck, but at the same time, there is a neat like, Hey, and let me ask this. If you die on your birthday, does that really count as a year? So I, I guess if you, unless you died like at eleven fifty nine and you were pronounced dead at midnight, probably not. But you, I don't know. Does that does that count? Like if you like if uh, you die at nine o'clock in the morning on your birthday, are you forty three? I guess you were for a few hours. Now, I guess you can get technical and go, well, you really weren't born until 4.30 in the afternoon, so you didn't really make it. But uh, I don't know. That's one of those weird, weird questions. <laughs> but um, all right. Um, I guess just to get to it, I I, I think <clears throat> if I'm uh, I think I can do it. in the, I think, you know what? Nine minutes is plenty time to talk about this shit. It, it might even be too much time. We all saw it. I I didn't see it live. I don't really watch award shows. I think they're boring. I, I don't really care about the Oscars, the Grammys, uh, any uh, 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 awards. Don't make any. They don't mean anything to me. Even when I was in the military, I've had a couple um, commanding officers. I had a first sergeant threaten to take away a medal, or so I was like, I don't really, I don't really care. You can take it. It's not worth anything to me at all. Uh, so I don't really watch award shows. It's just not something I'm into. I don't care about dressing up. I don't really care about the speeches. Uh, I like movies, but I just, I don't know. I don't really care about that stuff. So I didn't watch it as usual. <clears throat> but, you know, if something happens, I will check it out. I, I, I understand there are some pretty classic Hollywood moments and all this kind of stuff. Things happen. Somebody, somebody might actually have a moving speech or tell something about their lives that's, uh, that's interesting. You know, I, I get that part. But for the most part, I do not watch uh, any award shows. 
Um, so we we all have seen it by this point that uh, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on stage while he's delivering jokes at the at the uh, Oscars. It's been said. I, I I agree with people. I think this really has stemmed from um, the 2016 uh, Oscars where he talked a lot of shit. And, um, yeah, 2016 didn't help. But if I let me back up a little bit and just address Will Smith. I really, honestly, I feel like Will Smith has been disrespected his entire career. I mean, as a rapper, people thought he was corny. He was wag. You know, is he really a rapper? He, he you know, he's he's not like everybody else. He doesn't curse in his music. Is he not really talking about shit? But you know, just that kind of stuff. Um, so, from a music standpoint, he really never got the respect from the industry. You know, everybody fucked with Jiggy with it. Um, Summertime was a classic. Parents don't understand. And to be honest, I'm not a big Will Smith rap fan. You know, I like street shit, but I fuck with summertime. You know, it, he his music does invoke some some uh some good memories and some uh certain emotions and stuff. I, I will say that. But he's not he's not one of my favorite rappers. He's he's not. So dealing with people trashing him as a rapper, uh no one believed that his TV show was gonna work back in the day. No one had done that before. So the doubt there. Um, let's not forget some years back before all this like gender and sexual sexual fluidity thing was really mainstream and, and more people talked about it. People would talk about how his son Jaden dressed. Why is he wearing nail polish? He's he's wearing dresses. What's going on? What's up with Willow? Why is she being weird? Is she a lesbian? Are his kids gay? What's up with Will Smith? Their their relationship is weird. They're too Hollywood. Are they really? I mean, just so much shit talking about how they raise their children, their careers. Um, and then all this stuff with Tupac and Jada and, and Jada, people talked about that. The Red Table Talk, everyone seen the, the meme of, of crying Will. I mean, this guy has really been a punchline throughout his entire career at different points, you know? And, I, and, and the thing is, he's had to do it with a smile on his face the entire time, and he has. He has done that. He's one of the most likable celebrities that we have in America. He always seems like a nice guy. He always seems like he's having fun, that he loves his family. You know, it's just uh, he's just one of those guys. I feel like a, a, most people, if not everybody, likes him. It's fucking, it's fucking Will Smith. <laughs> it's Will Smith. And that's what makes this even crazier because it's Will fucking Smith. One of, he's one of the nicest guys ever. But we forget these are actual people. And the, and the thing is, it's like we look at their lives and their money and we go, man, fuck that guy. He's got all the money in the world. His wife is hot. He's good looking. He's got all this. He's But there's still people. People still carry around their insecurities. They do. We, we all do to agree. And a lot of us, that shit stems from when we were little or high school. We got picked on. We, we we felt this way about our bodies, about our height, about our teeth, about how we look. We, we you know we, we that that sticks with us. And for people to act like it it doesn't or it shouldn't or somehow because this person has been in a movie or they're rich that they don't that they don't have that anymore. 
It's just like, yeah, I get it. There are people in Hollywood who have egos, but there's also there are also people we work with. There's we you have a neighbor that has an ego. We all know people who don't have shit. Okay, asset wise, money wise, looks wise, smarts wise, but they still have a fucking ego. They still have an ego. So we can't just say, oh, celebrity. That's not no. We we there's egos. At every level of life. There's a guy in jail right now with a fucking ego. He's got the best sell. He's got the most in this conversation. Somebody in jail has a fucking ego. (laughs) All right, there are people walking around with negative bank accounts right now with a fucking massive ego. So that it's not a that's not a situation or a problem or or anything that is just specific to Hollywood. Okay, Will Smith has been made fun of and questioned and just ridiculed his entire career. And I I think the stuff with his marriage and his wife, it just took it to a whole nother level. No one no one wants people laughing at them or or hearing about how they might not be satisfying their wife sexually or your wife going outside the marriage. No one no one wants no one wants everybody to talk about that shit and make memes and laugh about that. And just and just because someone is in an open relationship, that doesn't mean that your spouse can't embarrass you. It can't embarrass you, or that you want everybody talking about it. That's the situation between you and that person. If you're gonna have open marriage, people set rules and boundaries. And if you go outside of that, no matter if you can, hey, yeah, you can. You even if you could fuck another person in in the home of your bed, if you don't do it exactly how your spouse and you agreed to do it, you're wrong. No one else has to agree with it, with the open part. No one has to agree with that part. That that shit is between them. But I'll say this. I think the the 2016, I think everybody talking shit for the last, uh, especially for the last two, three years, and then throughout his entire career, Will Smith had enough. That guy has had to grin and bear it for over 20 years. And I know you're like, oh, fuck him. Oh, fuck him. But see, you don't care about when other people get upset. But you, but you see it all the time. You see everybody calls everybody else sensitive and soft. It's just like we all have shit that, that we're sensitive about, man. We Everybody. Okay? Everybody does. I, we, we've all seen it. Oh, I can't wear my MAGA shit. People are making fun of me. My family. No one. You want people to feel bad for you because of your political choices. You feel like if people treat you unfairly because you're a conservative, because you're a Christian, because you're gay, because this, because you're that, because you're black, because you're white. We all we all have those. We all have, like I said, we all have those insecurities. We all want to be heard. Nobody, nobody really wants to be <laughs> the butt of the joke. You know, no way. Especially for that long, especially in that position where you really you're not really in a position to talk shit back, because let's be honest, man, we really, 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 really trash celebrities in this country. We really do. We take it too far. And this is coming from a guy, me, who talks some of the most shit. But we have to remember these are people. I do a lot of crowd work at my shows. And there are times where I'm like, you know what, where this is going, this could get ugly. So I need to tread lightly. I don't know these people. 
I am talking about somebody's wife, somebody's girlfriend. I'm talking about this man. I'm talking about a, a woman. I have to be, I don't know what their triggers are. And as a guy, I know if I'm talking shit, even on stage, if I start talking to somebody's significant other, I have to go, you know what? If I say the wrong thing, this person could come up here. This person could come up here. I keep that in the back of my mind. This could go south. Now, I'm not really out there. I don't really feel like I'm I'm not purposely doing that. But as a comic, I like to push the boundaries. I like to push the line. I want to know where that line is, and I want to get right up against it. And the thing is, if you do it the right way, you can tiptoe over that motherfucker and come back. And it's funny if it's done the right way. And this is something else, too. You got to remember, everybody doesn't like you. We all, We know that. We've all experienced that. We've all been through this. You can play with some people. You can, you can, uh, some other people, not so much. Everybody doesn't like you. We don't like everybody. And you got to understand sometimes what you to say to somebody is it's not okay. Some other people can say all type of shit to people and get away with it. That's because one, they have a relationship and they like that person. If people don't like you, they don't want to hear any of your bullshit. Let's be honest. We've all been there. We've all been in a situation just like Will where you know, like, you know what? That dude, Mike, I don't like is going to be at this party tonight or at this thing. And I'm telling you, right, we've been there with our wives, our husbands, our girlfriends. You're getting ready and you're like, that motherfucker from the accounting office is going to be at this Christmas party. And this, this motherfucker say anything, I'm slapping the shit out this dude. I think that's exactly what happened that night. He was like, if he say anything, I'm going to slap the shit out of this dude. And that's exactly what happened. And people are like, well, he was laughing. I think that's years of being caught up in just being on camera and doing the quote-unquote right thing. You go to those award shows, people get made fun of. Even if the joke isn't that great, you just laugh. You know, that's what people do. And he looked over there and saw Jada not laughing he turned into the Manchurian candidate and he just went up there and slapped the shit out that man. And we all know that's that slap was not about that. That slap was about everything else I mentioned before the two decades of people disrespecting him, his family, his, uh, his craft, his marriage. And that, that, that statement of keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth that was not only for Chris Rock. That was for the world. That was for everybody. Chris Rock got slapped for everybody. That's what that was about. It, and to, to me, yes, it was a bitch-ass move. Because out of all the things you've, you've seen and heard people say about you, about your wife, that's the thing that you picked. But again, this guy is a celebrity. He's been, he's been in the limelight for a very long time. I get it. He's from Philly. Chris Rock is from Brooklyn. But those guys have lived uh, celebrity lives for a long time. They are far removed from the lives that they used to live. These dudes don't they don't see fucking violence. They don't they don't deal with. I mean, well, I guess they make movies and shit, but not not no real life shit. And people are like, oh, Chris Rock should have done this. He should have did that. Ain't nobody going to do this to me. Here's the thing about all that. You do not know what you're going to do in that situation. I don't care who you are. Unless you unless you train every single day to deal with something like that, you don't know what you're going to do. But even then, 
dude, there are people who are like special forces. There are Marine, just regular infantry people training how to deal with combat. And the moment they get in there, they freeze. They freeze. You have Navy SEALs, Green Berets. They get into their first combat and they don't know what to fucking do because now this shit is real. You can train, train, train all day. But you don't know until you get into that situation. And that's why these motherfuckers train that much is so that when it does happen, they don't even think. So tell me if Will Smith or Chris Rock, have they lived a life like that where they're training. for They don't. Yeah, you would like to think, oh, if somebody slapped me in the face on national TV, I'm going to do something. One, you didn't. he didn't think that the joke was that bad. So he wasn't expecting that shit. And he's at work on national television at the Oscars. Why would he think this man was going to come up and slap him? Why? Why would he think that? And what is he going to do? They're going to start a fight on stage at the, at the Oscars? I mean, Chris Rock is damn near 60 years old. Will Smith and his he's in his fifties. They're not they're not fighting. They're not gonna fight. And Chris Rock was like, you know what? This ain't nothing. Nothing good can 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 come from me retaliating right now. Nothing. Nothing. And I saw somebody. Oh, nigga, you got to make a joke about that. Sometimes you really just gotta know when to move the fuck on. People didn't know if it was real. He realized it was real, and was like, you know what? Let's move on. Him making more jokes could have just made it worse. Now, sometimes you can come up with something witty at the moment, but if not, nigga, move on. Move the fuck on. And the thing is, this is a complicated situation because I feel like nobody was wrong, nobody was right, but nobody... So it's. I feel like it's a wash. As a comic, it is absolutely unacceptable for what Will Smith did. And I say as a comic because I'm looking at this thing from different angles, obviously. Now, as a husband, I can understand where the frustration comes from. Like I, all the stuff I mentioned before, just the 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 amount of public disrespect and and just the ridicule and the jokes. I. I People get, everyone has a line. And I'm not saying that he's right, but everyone has a line and people have moments. And this motherfucker just had a moment on the biggest stage in, tele, in TV. I, 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 I don't condone it, but I, I understand why it happened. And I understand why Chris Rock responded the way that he did. And, I, and you, now you got some people calling Chris Chris Rock a coon. I, I'm not gonna go that far. And oh, he, I'm I'm glad he got slapped. He let he let uh, Will, uh, Louis C.K. say nigga on the TV show ten years ago. It's like man, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And I look, and I get it. That word triggers everybody differently. I understand that. I I get it. Now I'm definitely not one to let motherfuckers run around saying this shit. I I, I am not. I like comedy. I like real raw shit. Yes, when you hear somebody say that, it does make you feel a certain way. But I also like just to hear comics talking about real shit in a real way. That doesn't mean that I agree with everything that they say or that I like everything that they say. 
I just like those conversations. And some people don't. And that, that's completely fine. But to say he just he deserved it for that for that come on that's just that's just dumb you 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 tying that, that that makes no sense. I call him a coon. I even saw a think piece about how the black the black people versus niggas bit how that's problematic now. And here's the thing: comedy doesn't age well. And you know somebody's talking about how they were they're traumatized seeing white people laugh at the joke. The thing is that joke really wasn't for them anyway. They just happened to hear it. How do you how do you stop a group of people from hearing the joke? You can't. So what do you do? Not tell the joke because uh, they might hear it. He told it in the right environment, and it's like you're you're analyzing a bit from twenty plus years ago. It's like, are you kidding me? It really that that joke affected you that much, really? I don't know, man. So as, as a husband, I, I I can understand the frustration, him wanting to protect his wife, you know, that kind of shit. But I, but even then, there are women who are like, that wasn't about Jada and all this kind of shit. And I, that's what's so funny about this whole situation and Twitter and like the internet is so fucking self righteous. Everybody knows the what they would have done. They would have had the perfect comeback. They know how to. They know how to protect all the groups and slam this group at the same time, get it all done in one fell swoop and in one concise sentence. It's just like everyone thinks they got their shit together and they don't. You don't know what you would have done in that situation. You, you really don't. Yes, Will was wrong. Yeah, I mean, Chris Rock, did he, did he cross the line with that joke? No. But were they probably mad about some old other shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've always operated on this thing of like, I can't, for me personally, I really can't get mad at people when they yell at me or, or say something fucked up to me. Because there's a part of me that goes, hey, man, you kind of deserve this because you've said some pretty shitty things and mean things to people in the past. So I, I try not to get mad because I know my uh, my karma when it comes to that is it's, uh, it's not great. <laughs> I've 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 talked a lot of shit, so I, I I I try not to be one of those people who act like I've never said anything wrong or wronged anybody or hurt anybody because I have. That's that's what bothers me. We're not perfect, and the fact that we're figuring this out one person at a time is 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 ridiculous and and it's stupid. Right? It's ignorant and it's dumb. Um, I don't. I think I think we've beat this horse this dead horse to death again. It's a complicated situation. Uh, and and there's, there's more. Like, I, I feel like also, too, like um, Hollywood kind of deserved this to happen on their biggest stage after the last few years of really um, just being self-righteous in their in their um, pursuit in, in equality. And I'm, I'm for that. I'm all for it. I'm all for fixing toxic environments. But the self-righteousness in it to act like they're perfect. It's like that's not cool. And 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 that that the night of the Grammy showed that. Yeah, they've been talking about all these abuse abusive uh behavior and abusers and all this kind of stuff. And here you have a man slap the shit out somebody and stay at the event, get an award, and give a speech. That's the quickest hypocritical turnaround ever. <laughs> Just in a matter of hours. In an hour. 
You know, it's just that uh, you spend all this time calling out abusers and all this kind of stuff, and boom, here it is, right at your front doorstep. And that's why I kind of I, I joked around and tweeted and saying it's kind of like they're January 6th. Like, how are they going to handle it? You know, all these people talk about they loved America so much and they had so much to say about BLM protests and riots and all this kind of stuff, and about people damaging property and Blue Lives Matter. And here we are, January 6th, at our nation's capital. Right. The symbol of all the shit they said they love. They did. They they did all the opposite. They beat cops. They pissed on stuff. They shit. They 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 broke windows. And it was just like, ah, that's really not a big deal. But I really think we, I mean, I think it was fun for people, not fun, but it was it was um interesting for people to talk about. And you know what's funny about the slap, too? When you fuck it up, when somebody slap you, it really does like, oh shit, did I, I I think I fucked up. This motherfucker just slapped the shit out of me. Even though he was the only one that got slapped, I think it kind of woke up everybody to agree to a degree, like, damn, I could I could get smacked in this bitch. And you got comics like, oh fuck, what if somebody wanna smack me? Now I I I I'll say this thing, guy, because I don't want to make this too long. This is definitely something that I disagree with with, with Joe Rogan. Because he was just like, he should have been escorted out. And I agree with this. He should have been escorted out. He shouldn't have been allowed to, to stay. He assaulted somebody. Well, okay, I can agree, agree with that. But then he goes like, it set a bad precedent, man. Now, now, now people might go around slapping comedians and all this kind of stuff. You know, we look up to celebrities. Any other time, Joe Rogan is like, who the fuck is listening to celebrities? Like when it comes to like certain jokes, they'll go, when do people listen to comics about jokes about sexual assault and all this kind of stuff? You think somebody sat down, watched a comic, and was going, oh, yeah, sexual assault is cool. So why do you think that people are now going to watch Will Smith smack a comic and go, oh, I can smack a comedian? If it, if it doesn't play for the sexual assault jokes or offensive jokes, then it shouldn't play for getting smacked on stage. So there's, there is a lack of consistency there. While on one hand, eh. Not a big deal. Hey, but now when it's you possibly, now all of a sudden it's like, what if people start come up, coming up on stage and smacking me? Hmm, what are you saying? I, and I, I know me, I'm not for censorship. I feel like I should be able to say whatever the fuck I want on, on stage. I do, but I also understand there could be a price to pay. And you have to weigh, is it worth the price? And sometimes it is. And sometimes you got to go, you know what? It's not worth it. It is not worth it. Because I never go up with the intent of hurting anybody's feelings. I do feel bad if I actually hurt someone's feelings. All right? Not only do I, I do not want to hurt somebody's feelings, I also don't want to fuck up a show. So that's why a lot of reason why a lot of reasons a lot of times why comics don't say shit is because you know you know what I could say this this would be really cool funny to say or this is really really dark this would be the perfect opportunity to say this really fucked up thing but you go you know what <sighs> with the way things are going right now this could derail the show and that's and you really don't want to do that for other comics you don't want to tank a show that's going well. That's something you don't want to do. All right. But we, we, no one, I, I say this on stage also. No one, no comic gets on stage with the intent of hurting anybody. 
You don't go up there with the intent to just hurt people's feelings. You're trying to be funny, and funny is subjective. Some people like darker, a little bit more harsher comedy. Some people like light and fluffy. It's got to figure that shit out. That's and I think that's what I really like about comedy is figuring out where can I go, how far can I go, how deep can I go. Do people want to hear about me? That's that's what I love about this shit. I mean, one second you could be talking about super raunchy shit. Next thing you know, you're being introspective, talking about some of your fucking uh, biggest fears in your life or some of the scariest moments. Or uh, that's what I love about it. We we can find humor in all this. And the thing is, yeah, we laughed about it now. And it, it was fucked up, but I think in the future, once we really realize, once we hear and see Will and, and um, Chris Rock either make up or come to some type of agreement to like, hey man, that'll be when it's ex- when it's really, really funny. It was funny now, but when they make up or like I said, come to whatever agreement they're going to come to and we sit them together, they talk about it, that's when the real comedy is going to come. So, with that being said, there's a show. That's the show. I'm Chris Allen. Make sure you guys follow me on all things social media at Chris Allen Comedy. I'm out. Peace.